Rolling, rolling. All right, everybody. What's up? This is the Blueprint official pilot episode number one. My name's Tucker, and to my right is El Patron, Gabriel Solis. Gay, what's up, dude? What's up, my man? Super excited to uh, to do this. I think a lot of good's going to come out of it, and, you know, all the more uh, exciting that we're decent friends. Yeah, we're okay friends. Okay friends. We met just the other day about, I don't know, seven years ago. Um, seven years ago, buddy. We're, what was it? It was we were, 2012. 2012. We're in 2024, so that would mean you 12 math years. right. That's like... Yeah, that's like 12 years. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that's Time a whole, flies. That's a whole childhood. We're almost in teenage years when it comes to knowing each other, which is crazy. I know. That is nuts. Uh, Gabe, Gabe and I were, I think the first the first time that we saw each other was in a Spanish class. <laughs> but we didn't talk to each other in Spanish class. And then fast forward, Gabe got out of that Spanish class because it turns out Gabe does speak Spanish. I'm fluent, actually. <laughs> so he was, he was, he was qualified to... Uh, to, to get out of that class so fast forward about you know five hours later we met up in baseball ended up talking to each other a little bit and then after that the rest is history uh i think we've been pretty good pals for the last 12 years so we uh we're sitting here today uh we had a little bit of a plan i don't know when did it spark when we were like hey let's do a podcast it wasn't i know we we had put it into writing not that long ago but i think it's been an idea that that you've had i know i've done a podcast in the past and i love doing this but as far as your vision and collaborating when did it get in your head honestly it's it's been in my head for a while um you know i'll probably get some kickback here when we get extremely famous just because <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah me and social media Sometimes I have a bone to pick with social media. I think that there's a lot of good information, but I think there's a lot of bad information. And so I think I wanted to start a podcast really because social media is a good way to reach out to a lot of kids um, and for them to get really good information. So I think there's good sides of social media and there's also bad sides of social media. I think that I really wanted to target the good side of social media the information side of social media so that's kind of what sparked it and then i honestly i sat down and hold on beck's going wild I <laughs> yeah sat we got down. my dog we got my dog in the house just yeah, anything, being anything a pest he's got he loves okay. <laughs> um and so like i think you know with that being said like i sat down and i was like wow like you know i've been fortunate to know a lot of really cool people so i think this could work yeah, why not? Why not sit down? We have make a stage, create a stage where we sit down with people um, who've, who who have qualified backgrounds and and stories that are worth telling for sure. And I want to get more into that in a second. Uh, going into to you and and having a bone to pick with social media, um, I know you're not the most. You've got a lot of qualifications. You've got a lot of certifications. You're you're. You're very hey hey come here. Beck's going wild. Dog hey, lovers. I do love hey, come dogs. Here. Come here, sit. Don't let it fool you. I love dogs. Now you got all tangled up. Come on, buddy. Um, yeah. Back back to the social media comment. I mean, you're you're certified in a lot of areas and and always working on new things and new ideas, new projects, and building things, which is awesome. Um, social media 
not not your forte, not the best thing. And I know I've helped you out in those areas in the time, time and time again, whether it's for uh, SP training your business or whether it's just your personal Instagram. Um, I found myself taking your phone and literally <laughs> doing it for you here and there. So when you got this going, um, the idea is there. I think, I think the platform is there. Um, and when it came time where we had the ability to collaborate and do this, I was all in because one, um, I love having the opportunity to sit down with people and build relationships and hear people's stories. Um, cause everyone has their own unique story. Um, and then when it comes to the creative side of it, I've, like I said, a little bit more of a knack than you do as far as putting this stuff together and kind of geek out on technology a little bit and equipment. So I was like, this is awesome. Of course I'll produce this. So, um, and that right no, I'm, I'm, I'm very pumped to do this. Um, and we've got some great stuff, um, in, in the, uh, in the lineup, um, we've got a wish list, and we'll get into that a little bit. We've got a wish list of people. We've got some people already set up and scheduled to go, um, everybody unique in their own way. So I can't wait to do that. Can't wait to rip, but we're here right now, um, to kind of get used to this, get used to the mic, get used to the setup, kind of, you know, in a way other than sitting down with a guest, we got to start riffing together and yeah. kind of get a feel for each other. So we're here right now doing that. Um, how's it feel holding the microphone and, and it's pretty, pretty strange, but you know, I'm in front of the cameras all the time. So <laughs> all right. You know. Comfortable in front of the camera <laughs> yeah. behind the mic and speaking. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, not, we'll get there. I also side note, if you see a cool picture on my Instagram, it was Tucker. It was not me. I <laughs> yeah. Did not yeah. That's, I think that's the other thing is like, I've, I've always gotten great photos of my friends and I think a lot of people have posted the pictures I've taken on Instagram. Um, but I think the downside of it is I don't really ever have, not that I'm like a narcissist or anything, but like every now and then I would like a cool photo of me, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't really have, like, I can't trust Gabe to do that for me at all, respectfully. Um, I could do it. <laughs> uh, going into that, I, I, I want to intro ourselves and I want to set you up for a proper introduction. Um <coughs> But I, I think I want to start, and we, you know, you can buzz over it. Um, but as far as childhood and and, and your background, kind of kind of tell us where you grew up, and and I guess the environment that you grew up in, and and uh, and and how that gets to where you're at now. Yeah, to honestly, to, to try to keep it as short as possible, because we we could talk a lot about this. Just like I was. I want to say I was very diverse growing up. I grew up in Houston on the east side. I was homeschooled until my sophomore year of high school. So up until my sophomore year of high school, we had teachers come to our house and teach my brothers, um, five other kids, and myself. So my homeschool experience was slightly different than, you know, Per se, than mine. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Way different than, than mine. Than someone getting taught by their parents, and we were fortunate enough to travel a lot. Uh, and I think my dad's idea behind that is that he wanted me to be able to talk to anybody from all different walks of life, and also from different countries. So we were fortunate to do that. But then, you know, my life kind of shifted when I went to Lamar. Um, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of funny. I, I'm sitting there saying what do you mean I can't just get up and go on vacation? <laughs> it's like, it's the middle of the year. You're going to miss like a couple. I'm like, what, what's going on? 
So it was definitely a hard transition. I mean, when I was in homeschool, we focused on reading, writing, and math. So when I got to Lamar, I had physics class for an hour and 30 minutes, and I wanted to go nuts. Um, in reflection, those classes being an hour and a half way is too crazy. Long. It's, it's absurd. Um, but then went to Lamar, and, you know, my life changed at Lamar. I made lifelong friends like Tucker. Tucker's been my best friend since my sophomore year of, uh, of high school. Uh, had a had a blast. Um, I lived at the Lamar Tower, which was next door, which we could get into that sometime. <laughs> Some pretty funny stories there. Uh, played baseball at Lamar, then went and played baseball at San Jack, uh, which we're going to make a documentary on San Jack. <laughs> yeah, that's a future yeah. Netflix documentary it, right there. It, it's, it'll be better than The Last Chance You. We just got to <laughs> wait till everyone's done playing, and then we can... <laughs> Start filming it. Went to San Jack, uh, met some really good lifelong friends. Again, some crazy stories. Um, then I went to K State for a little bit. I went to K State for a semester. Nothing against K State. Absolutely hated it. <laughs> Came home, uh, decided I wanted to start a business. So, kind of backtrack. When I was a junior in high school, Tom House came and gave a seminar at Lamar High School. And at 17, I knew that I was not going to make $100 million playing baseball. So, which if you're 17, you probably, you should, if you should probably know if you're going to be, which, a, a, which is, you a, know. honestly, like as, as a former 17 year old, uh, that I think that's a pretty wise thing to know because I mean, I can name, I mean, I could name them all, but I think for a majority, everybody that's as a, as a 17-year-old baseball player, football player, whatever sport you're playing and you're invested in that you love, being completely naive to your skill set, yes. I think everyone's dream is, I want to be a big leaguer. I want to be a professional football player. Whatever it is, you know, that's, that's the ultimate dream. I don't think there's anybody that, for the most part, is that honest to themselves, yeah. saying, hey, like, I, you know, I love this sport. Yeah but maybe the highest level isn't for me. So how can I stay, stay involved with it yeah. and go a different route? I think, that's, I think that's a very wise thing to do as a 17-year-old and understand, like, okay, like my skill set isn't there, but I do love this. Yeah, and no, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I knew I could play at a high level in college, but I knew that I, I wasn't going to get to MLB free agency. <laughs> so... When I met Tom House, it kind of sparked something because I've always been involved in the community ever since I was 13, 11, 12, 13. I would rent out my batting cages to teams that couldn't afford to go to other places. So I've always I've always had a passion for helping athletes, especially baseball players, and on top of that, people that need the help. Um, so when I met Tom House, I was like, well, this is great. I can learn, you know. I'm a big believer if you want to learn something, you got to get in a room with people that are incredibly smart. And so my senior year and my freshman year of college, I spent the entire summer at USC. And uh, that was eye-opening just to see how differently rotational athletes train than regular athletes. I was infatuated. I, I thought it was awesome. I... Uh, I learned every day. It was a great experience. I got to see some really cool people. And uh, that kind of sparked the interest. And then also I was fortunate when I was a junior to meet Lauren Lando. Lauren Lando has been a massive mentor 
for myself, I can honestly say without Lauren, my business, Surly's performance is not where it's at. The 28 draft picks we had in seven years, that's not there. Yeah, Lauren's um, kind of a, and we'll, we may or may not be trying to get him on the podcast. We will. Lauren, definitely Lauren, don't want Lauren Landau on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren is, was a, he has an amazing business in Denver, and he's been the, he was a strength coach for the Denver Broncos for five years. He just got named the strength coach for Notre Dame University. Uh, just awesome guy. Just awesome guy, honestly. And the reason why I like Lauren is because he always shot it straight with me and just a phenomenal guy. So those are two of my big mentors, and I was fortunate to have two of truly, uh, in a lot of regards, the best in the respected area. If you look up Tom House, I mean, his resume is insane. Lawrence is insane. And so I was fortunate to learn from a lot of good people. And that interest, the passion was always there, but the interest sparked the passion a little bit more. And then we hit the ground running uh, when I was a junior at U of H in 2017. And um, it's flourished. It's done well. We've hired really well. We started out with a lot of San Jack boys. Um, and then I kind of started the business backwards in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Uh, usually you start off by training younger kids, but we went right off the bat, high school, college, and those college kids became pros, and then the high school kids became college kids. And I think what I am most proud of, and, I, and a lot of people can attest to this, whenever they come to my facility, I have a wall, and it's SP College, SP Pro. About 85% of the SP Pro are on the college side, meaning I had these kids in college. And I think that's a true testament to the longevity that I wanted to create. So it's a very quick rundown, but that's how I became passionate about sports and why I became passionate about, more importantly, helping athletes develop and get to where they want to develop. And as of recent as 2020, we've done a lot of quarterback stuff. Um, if you're a young quarterback, go look at our page. We do a lot of good stuff mechanically. Um, everything that I teach you, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, this is what I did when I played football when I was in high school. And, you know, this is all science-based. This is all stuff that I learned from Tom House. So if you're a high school kid, go look at my website. I have some free information there uh, as well. And I've honestly enjoyed football. I didn't get to play in high school, but... I love football. Going to the games has been fun. One of, one of my uh, one of my long clients, and honestly, becoming one of my best friends, De'Ara King. Uh, I got to go see him play against Alabama uh, when he was at Miami, and it was just it was just so electric. So I, I kind of fell in love with with football as of recent. So uh, the passion has turned from strictly baseball to multiple sports. Yeah, I was. To, to rewind a little bit, I, I mean, Gabe and I, same grade, so we played high school ball together, and we did get to spend that year at San Jack together, and, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of see this develop, uh, SP develop into what it is now. Um, as a kid that just went over to work out after yeah. school and hang out after school in the gym, uh, to slowly seeing, you know, more and more faces roll through those doors and spend more time there. Uh, has been honestly like such a spectacle to see. And, and like you said, like, you know, not to name drop, um, watch your toes, bringing that one back. 
you know, Derek and Kyle Trask. Luckily, our, our, our high school buddy, Ian Jabot, who's had a great career in the big so far. Um, and, and all our San Jack teammates. Gabe just has always had this knack to teach um, and speak. And, and I think with that, like he said, those names that transfer over to the professional side, you know, there's a loyalty attached to it. Um, and I think the more and more people come in and the more and more people that, uh, have stuck. And, and I, th I think the word of word, of, cause you, you really like, again, social media haven't been super big on it where it's growing, but the, the amount of people that have rolled in new faces, just word of mouth. Hey, yeah. a buddy saying, mm -hmm. Hey, come work out at Gabe's place. He's awesome. He's got a great staff, bunch of cool dudes that are coming in there and, and working out. Like that's been, that's been awesome to see just a dude coming in to, to hang out and maybe just get a workout in to, all right, now he's a part of the workout plan, you know? Yeah. That's, that's been awesome. I think that speaks levels to what Gabe has done and who he is as a person and what his business is becoming. Um, on top of that, I was going to get into like more passions too, as far as what you've started. Um, it seems like you always try and get in, you always challenge yourself and get into something new have, and, and, and you hinted to it, you know, the quarterback side, that wasn't a thing that, that mm. was from the beginning. That's something that yeah. developed, obviously Daryl, who is our classmate at Lamar, former football player, who's now a quarterback coach. I know y'all have been a tandem and y'all have worked together as far as him taking the skill side and you taking the mechanic side. Um, are there any things that, that are, you know, coming up or, or, or that you've, you know, this is a new passion for sure is sitting down with people and really telling people stories, but any other passions that have sparked since you've started SP that you're looking to get into, maybe getting into other sports and adding other sports that are in SP, just other interests and other passions that, you know, might be building uh, as we're sitting here. Yeah. To kind of backtrack and pick on what you said a little bit a while ago, we've been open for seven years and I can proudly say I've never spent a dime on marketing. It's been 99% word of mouth, and I think that's a testament to the people I've hired and the and the kind of you know environment I want to set. Uh, and yeah, like you said, like you know, the, the, we get really close with these guys. Uh, this year, I'll be in my fifth wedding. Um, I set a goal out to be in ten weddings, which <laughs> I'm gonna absolutely crush. Uh, but this will be my fifth wedding, and four of those weddings have been from my athletes. And so that's kind of the approach you want to take. But, uh, but yeah, other passions uh, about when it comes to sports is really teaching these kids. Um, I'm a big, firm believer, and you're going to hear me say this a lot of times. You're probably going to get annoyed with it. But a dream without a system is just a delusion. And so I've really liked – I really want to help kids come up with those systems that they – that they follow, you know, daily. And so they're not just sh out there shooting blindfolded. They have an actual pathway. Um, but yeah, kind of like what Tucker said, you know, the quarterbacks have really brought a lot of joy to my life. Uh, I think it's just cause it's new. It's different. Um, a quarterback is very different than a pitcher. I think a a pitcher, you know, you can call them whatever you want, you know, prima donnas, et cetera, et cetera. I think what makes quarterbacks fun for me is that they're still very mechanical, very cerebral, but they'll they'll lower their shoulder and put put their helmet in someone's <laughs> stomach. Shout out to Kyron Drones. Yeah. 
he was mowing guys down and you know i thought i was like hey man like be careful slide um but they have that aspect which i like so it's it's like a little bit of both worlds you know it's not just all you know barbaric it's also very cerebral and mechanical but at the end of the day when you put the pads on like you know Kyron's is probably going to run over a linebacker with ease. Um, and I think that's awesome. And I think it's really fun to see. But, yeah, uh, the quarterback stuff, that's, you know, that's all Daryl. Daryl's, you know, I was lucky enough for Daryl to trust me. Um, I worked on Daryl a little bit with a shoulder injury. And he's like, wow, like, you know, talking about the shoulder stuff. And I said, look, a lot of the, there's a lot of similarities between a pitcher and a quarterback. And so Daryl knew what I taught and, you know, he trusts what I taught and Daryl, you know, trusted me with this brand new business that he opened and I've been super fortunate and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And his business has flourished and grown and it'll continue to flourish and it'll continue to grow. And I think that's because the work he does is very translatable and, you know, I would not, Daryl sends me guys, I'll send Daryl guys. I wouldn't just send guys to anybody and vice versa. Daryl wouldn't just send anybody to go see a, a mechanical coach on a quarterbacking. So quarterbacking has been a big passion. Um, I set out a goal last year to get more girl athletes. We've been fortunate enough to hire an uh, absolute game changer for us, Marion Watkins. Uh, she thinks I don't get enough credit, but behind <laughs> the scenes, I give so her Marian, all the credit. you're getting legit yeah. credit, shout out. Oh, yeah. On on the podcast. Without a doubt. Publicly. I mean, yesterday I was in a meeting with the select baseball team and Marion had made a, a beautiful PowerPoint. And the the head honcho was like, did you make this? And for a second I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take it. This. I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to take it. I was like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Marion Watkins, she's amazing. So when I wanted when I brought on Marion, uh the biggest goal was to start working with girl sports because I truly think that girl sports are, are it's, it's untapped, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of girls, it's, it's untapped for them. And I, and there's so much potential in the girl sport athletes. So, uh, we're, we've been fortunate to get some girl athletes in there. I mean, the other day I was there working with a quarterback and just gradually, you know, 20 lacrosse girls came in and I told Marion, I said, you have no idea how happy this makes me. This makes me happier than anything else that has happened in the last year is to see girls come into the gym and get some work in. So that's been a passion for, for me. Um, I think that, you know, having Marion there has been amazing on so many aspects, but, you know, having her build out the girl population in my gym has been a goal of mine for honestly since i opened and so seeing that actually transition into girls coming in the door um has been awesome so we're very 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 happy about that heck yeah dude no it's as you can see gabe's got a uh, a long list of of qualifications and and just and over, I mean, SP training is has been such a cool thing to watch explode. And you know, I love getting a call from Gabe being like, "Hey, this guy just started working out here." Um, and you're like, "Dude, that guy's like, like he's he's got a name. Like that's a name, right?" I, I think in the sports world, you're like, "That's a dude. That's a name." 
you know, he's starting to get a lot of names in there. And, and, and like you said, the, the, the buzzwords of the word of mouth of SP, um, you know, the bigger they get and the more credible they get, you know, the word SP training to all these other guys means something. And so I think we're going to start seeing a lot more guys coming in. Um, and I think naturally like with, with that, you'll explode even more. Um, so that's been awesome. I, I, I think, to, to wrap up your introduction, what um, what made you want to start this podcast specifically? Uh, what made you want to sit down with people and 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 just discuss, you know, everyone's uh, unique stories? What what was the uh, the catalyst for that? I think, like I said, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of mentors, and I warned y'all, but I'm going to say this multiple times. A dream without system is a delusion. And I have a lot of kids in my gym that have a lot of dreams. And they're very passionate. And so what I want to do with this is whether you play baseball, you play football, you want to be an attorney, you want to be a real estate guy, I want the youth to be able to come in and build out their system. Build out things they need to be doing daily to get themselves to their goals. So I think that's part of the reason why I want to do this because I sat down and said, well, I know, you know, I know a lot of cool people in the athletic world, but also in the business world. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we could sit down with these people and, you know, hear their stories and, and, you know, blueprint podcasts, you know, help these kids, help kids like Wiley Ward, help kids like shout out Wiley, we love shout out kid. Wiley, make sure to go follow us. <laughs> uh, and kids like, you know, Finito, who who works out at my gym and, you know, his dad coached me when I was nine. Now I'm coaching his son, which is a kind of full circle. Guys like that that are attentive, that listen, that work hard. All I want to do is help them sharpen their tools and more importantly, come up with a system that works for them to get to that dream. So they're not just out there just, you know, there's a difference between doing quality work and not quality work. I think with this podcast, we can help kids really come up with a routine, whether, like I said, whether that's athletics, whether that's business, whether that's in school. Um, so that's kind of sparked my interest. I've always wanted to help kids out. And I think that the athletic side is, is a beautiful thing to do, but also the business side. I mean, baseball and sports don't last forever. And so you need a system, whether you're going to be, you know, a doctor, you're going to be a real estate agent, you're going to be an attorney, you need a system uh, that you can follow consistently. So my, my dream with this is to help as many kids as we possibly can and teenagers and adults come up with a system to get them to where they want to get to. And also listening to stories is awesome. You know, a lot of the guys that are going to be on our podcast are my friends, close friends. And at the end of the day, when, you know, whenever we leave this planet, we're just stories. So I think stories are awesome. I'm obviously, a, not obviously, y'all don't, don't know yet, but I'm a pretty good, decent storyteller. <laughs> when Gabe, I call Tuck and I'm Gabe, like, Gabe's I got a story st for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, Tucker's tuned in. So <laughs> I, I definitely got some stories and, and I like hearing other people's stories too. So that's kind of the overall why I wanted to do this. Heck yeah, dude. No, I think... Yeah, and that's what Gabe told me. I said, you know, we 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 kind of listed out what we wanted this podcast to be, and that was the first thing he said. Is he he was like, I want it to be on the educational, 
you know, kind of motivational side, um, you know, for, for younger guys and adults, um, and what better to sit down with people in their own respective. And I think that was another thing I loved is like, naturally we're going to have a sports centered podcast just because of who we know, but we really are wanting to expand into people with, who are business owners, attorneys, um, you know, people that work in the energy world, people that are just really good at what they do and what their profession is because, and I'll get into it more a little bit is just no matter what, whether you're a professional athlete or just a professional in the real world, you, I think you're going to see a lot of common themes with, yes, with professional athletes and just professional businessmen. Uh, because like you said, there's a system um, there's a method to the madness. There's a reason why they're the best at what they do, right? So I think athlete or non-athlete, you're going to see a lot of commonalities. And I think people that will benefit from that who, who do have dreams, who do have places they want to go, and they do want to be very, very, very good at what they want to do, uh, listening to people that have, do it, have done it or are doing it right now, I think, you know, missing puzzle pieces. You know, they might have a great work ethic, um, they might not have the work ethic that they need, uh, but there's certain things that they might be missing that they can't figure out. And think, hopefully, you hear them talk, these guys will tune in. They'll hear them talking. It's like, dang, like that was one thing that I've yeah. been I've been looking for. Hey, I want to try that, and 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 mix it into my everyday routine. And it might be the difference maker. So, yeah, no, I think uh, I think what we've got, uh, the concoction we've got here. Uh, could be really, really fun, and I'm, I'm just fun. I'm just excited to sit down with these guys and and hear what they have to say. Uh, like I said, everyone's got a very unique story, uh, and whoever comes on the podcast to share, I'm thankful for it um, because I just like to get to. I like to get to know people, and I like to get to know yeah. their backgrounds um, and where they come from. I think that's super, super interesting to me. So, um, pivoting into to my introduction, it's not going to be as lengthy as Gabe's. Um, I don't own my own training business or anything. Um, I think I'm more of just an everyday personality. Um, but, but myself, I'm, I'm also a Houston kid. Um, where Gabe grew up on the east side, I grew up on the west side. If you're from Houston, you might know the difference. Don't put me in that category because that's not me. Oh, no, put him in that category. <laughs> Do vineyard, not put me in that category. Vines head to toe in high school. <laughs> Don't let him fool you with the swag he's got now. <laughs> uh, I'm a West Side kid, uh, Galleria area. Um, oh, easy, easy. You're not a West Side kid. You're a Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Lamar uh, High School, uh, West Side. Don't be confused with yeah. the high schools. I'm going to get it twisted. Um, my background, um, I grew up with a little brother. Um, Mom and dad divorced at nine. Um, honestly, like looking back, so an age where, you know, I didn't, I wasn't mature enough to understand it all, but I, I was old enough to know enough where I was like, this, this stinks, this sucks. Yeah. Where my brother was five, I think at the time, a little bit naive. Um, I think if you asked him, he maybe knew something was weird, but he just was too young to understand the, I think the the role that that played in our lives at that time with our parents splitting, but um, childhood, um, you know, I, I, I would say I, I didn't have it rough compared to a lot of people, but I did have a lot of, uh, I guess I grew up with some trauma and, and I think 
it helped me find what I loved, which was baseball. Um, it became it was an your es- sanctuary. It was. It, it became such an escape for me. Yeah. Um, and it was the one place I felt normal and I had the best time of my life. Um, and I think probably when I was about 12 or 13, you know, at that age, I think I realized I was like, I'm pretty good at this. Um, the best to ever do it. Best to ever do it. Best 12 year old ever, dude. Um, <laughs> no. uh, and so as, as those years went on, um, and I think my, my home life, you know, wasn't at least at that, at that time, um, I think the perception of all my friends, it seemed like they all had the greatest home life ever. Uh, and, and baseball became more of a, of an escape for me. And so I clinged onto it more and more, the older I got, which, uh, which ended up leading me over to Lamar high school. Um, I was, I was blessed enough to have a, uh, to be able to compete at a high level at an early age. So that's where I got to know John Williamson. That's where I got to know Cole Lankford, uh, and a plethora of other players at that time who became at the time were great mentors for me. Hopefully we get to have both of them on the podcast too, because they're both really, really good at what they do right now. And they've got great stories. Um, and so through high school, uh, baseball became more and more, uh, ingrained to me. And, uh, luckily I had, you know, I think my first college scholarship was after my sophomore year of high school to Sam Houston state when coach Pierce, who's now the Texas coach. Um, and so I was like, dang, like I, I this became, this became more of like a, a reason to get to college. I was like, okay, I can do this at the wait, next wait, level. Wait, wait. Just to, just to pick on that. When did coach Pierce show up to your house? The, f- wasn't it the first day of signing? It was signing? the first. And Tucker re- loves to claim that recruiting recruiting roles. You know, probably changed up since uh, we've played high school high school ball. But yeah, I think at the time it was the first day that college coaches were allowed to reach out to you. And I guess home visits were legal. Um, and Coach Pierce did show up to my house on that on that day and sat down in my living room. You were his first visit, weren't you? Over the day, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, it was I mean, a, it was eight a.m. Unless Coach, it Pierce was a morning was, visit. If you, unless Coach Pierce is out six a.m., like you never know, Coach. We, Pierce. it was early enough to offer him a coffee, so I don't know if there's <laughs> anybody on the way to my house. But as far as I know, I was, uh, I was visit number one. Um, I did not go to Sam Houston State, um, but the visit was was nice, and uh, and Coach Pierce is still to this day a guy that I look up to. And uh, would love to work under him at some point, as well as Coach Rod. Shout out, Coach Rod. Um, so fast forward, uh, played at Lamar, got lucky. I wouldn't say lucky. I think I earned it. But how many times did I work out in high school, though? Tucker wouldn't work out before <laughs> 10 a.m. And it just drove me insane. Like, you just, it couldn't, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, there is a stubbornness in high school, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. and, and I think I developed a knack to... I think want to be in the weight room. I think when I was at Sand Jack, but um, took a took a scholarship offer to West Virginia University. Country. Uh, spent a year there. Sophomore year, I went to Sand Jack. Gabe and I met met up again at Sand Jack, as well as a, a, a number of other characters and and uh, personalities yeah. that that yeah we like we we mentioned earlier. There is a documentary uh, that it's is in the works. It is. 
has yet to be scripted has we have yet to find a producer we have yet to find a a company that will pick us up but once it's on paper or whoever we pitch it to It'll it will be taken up and uh it will blow up on on a streaming platform Without because that place is that crazy um <laughs> sidebar sorry uh, after San Jack, blessed enough to go to Baylor University, played two years there, got to play alongside a number of awesome players, mm-hmm. Shay Langoliers, Nick Lofton, Cody Bradford, Davis Wenzel. Uh, I'll throw Cole Herring in there because he's a good buddy and he's, <laughs> he's a nut. I love him. Um, but, but I got to learn from those guys and and seeing where they started before they were professionals, before they were big leaguers. And and Gabe, I know you've seen this. You can tell when someone just kind of has that, they have that uh, that recipe for the next level. Um, And sometimes you don't know it then, but sometimes you're like, all right, that guy, that guy's gonna be a next level guy. Um, and people like Shay and Davis and Nick, those guys, you could just tell by their demeanor and by the way, the way they went about their business, not just, this is completely different than their skill on the field. It was just the presence that they had and the way they walked into a locker room or they walked into a, oh, pause. Gabe's got to take a break. Gabe's got to take a break. All right, we're back. Gabe, Gabe and I had a little pee break. Uh, where was I? Um, and then I was talking about the guys I played with just as far as people, professionals, just having a, a, a certain knack um, and demeanor to themselves, which, which I've always found interesting, which where I, I don't know if it's something that you're born with. Um, I don't know if it's something that you've learned. I don't know if it's if they had mentors um, that, that kind of taught them how to go about business. And it might be a, a, like a, a mixture of everything put together. Um, so I think you know, kind of pivoting into my interest of, of talking in this podcast specifically is, is like I said, professionals, whether it's athlete or non-athlete, kind of have these special qualities uh, that show how professional they are, right? Like you can tell when someone is very good at what they do without even knowing what it is they do. You're like, I don't know what, there's something about him, but he there's success that's tied with his personality and whatever it is that he does. So I think that'll be really fun to, to get into and, and talk with people about, you know, I think specifically talking with people that we may know and just be like, Hey, like there's, there's this quality to you that you have. And I'm not sure if you know or realize it, but, but it's different than other people. Yeah. And when I say different than other people, it's, it's people that aren't, a big leaguer and you are a big leaguer yeah um and hopefully there's a difference there is there's a big (laughs) there's a big difference skill wise and and the way they walk into a gym and go about their business right yeah um but but yeah no fast uh, i guess going back to to a little bit of an introduction after college ball I i did not go play pro ball um i i thought about indie ball for a split second i was in school i think i had like 12 hours left and um, you know, like Gabe, I was like, you know what? I, I think uh, this isn't for me. Um, you know, maybe a little bit indie ball would have been fun just for the memories and the stories. But other than that, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to get back, get into the real world. Um, you know, start making a career or, or earning a living. Um, 
and I guess, I guess in retrospect, like, you know, I just, I think there was a certain point where I was like, all right, I'm not passionate about it anymore. Um, and that's okay. And I still love the sport. Um, which is why I'm still in it now and decided to go back to, to be in it. But, um, after college, I, I graduated with a film degree, uh, from Baylor university. Artsy. Um, I, I think that was, I guess I've always been in a way just like a u- unique personality in, in terms of different. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Bill, I'm just diff. I'm just diff. We're diff. We're the people in this room are diff. Uh, but for, I say that because I was an athlete jock, if you will. Um, but I wasn't a science or a business guy. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed creative things. I think growing up, I always kind of had like a doodle book and did little drawings or I loved art class and, and, and had just like this creative style to me. So I found film and started making videos and and then really enjoyed that way. And I don't know if it expressed myself or if it was, I I think making something uh, and like making a story and and putting it onto a camera was fun for me. Um, So I did that. That's how I ended up with the Astros doing photography and videography. Uh, Had a mentor that, that I still love to this very day is one of my best friends is Alex Beerens Dehan, who I would love to get on this podcast someday from Australia, one of the best photographers I know, an incredible human, great personality. Got to, was under his wing for a couple years, got to shoot a World Series. Um, also got to work during the COVID, COVID era, which was super interesting, shooting baseball and watching professional baseball in an empty stadium. Uh, as boring as it was, I think in, in perspective, I was like, that's honestly, it was such a cool thing yeah. to watch. To watch. Something you'll never forget. You know, the, be- the best people in the sport in their and their and I mean in their profession and they're used to having you know depending on the team 30 plus thousand people watching them and I got to watch them in like inner squad fashion yeah. right where nobody was there uh, hear things that you probably would you otherwise hear really like the sound effects were different <laughs> you, you get to hear them talk cuss a little words bit. here and there it's kind of like sitting courtside at an yeah. NBA game you start hearing words and you're like what you can say that <laughs> um so spent spent my time there uh covid era unfortunately kind of you know kind of dampened the the i don't know i guess it, the the environment it wasn't the same thing for me anymore um and some people ended up leaving that really really made the environment really fun for me so that turned into a a uh, uh my next job was something i just i wanted to i guess diversify myself a little bit more get into something that I wasn't very familiar with. So I had an opportunity and got into oil field and refinery services. Uh, so I found myself. Oil and gas. What, yeah, over here we say, down here in the Houston, we say oil and gas, oh, uh, yes. oil and gas industry. But uh, I was working in the refinery. I had a hard hat on. I had. Chelsea boots on and a hard hat. <laughs> Don't let them fool I had you. Steel, steel toe boots on, hard hat, coveralls. Um, and I got to work. Uh, and some refineries, you know, kind of scatter across the country, which was, I think, a really cool thing and, and something I hang my hat and say I did. Wouldn't wouldn't go back and do it, but I think the stories and the and and the memories that I have are are cool to bring with me and carry with me. Um, 
but kind of tying on to tying into the podcast realm and storytelling and getting to know people that was an environment that I really got to uh, I guess submerse myself in and, and work alongside people that have completely different backgrounds than I do and I got to learn their stories thankfully some of them were vulnerable enough to to share their stories with me um, and and I got to learn just what, what they've been through why they're why they're doing what they're doing now um and i also think that whole environment is you know you have guys that are on their last chance of life serve some jail time and just trying to be there and and stay out of trouble and provide for the family and then you've got a guy to your right that's a you know six-year university grad with an engineering degree and you're like what a wild place to be with the the mix the potluck of people here so um spent some time there got pulled into an office job with, with our tank cleaning division. Um, and then, and then after two and a half years there, moved to Denver for, you know, about four quarters of a football game and then uh, moved back 17 to, days. Yeah. Yeah. I spent, yeah, I spent about 19 hours in Denver and yeah. then moved back. Took no, I spent, getting up there. <laughs> I moved, uh, I was there for five months. Um, loved Denver with every bit of my heart. Um, you know, I, I I moved back not wanting to, but I felt convicted that I wanted to do something every day that I loved. The job that I had there wasn't me, wasn't my personality. I felt like I was suppressing my personality. And so I'm back here in Houston coaching baseball. My first love It's always been knocking at the door. Um, and I've just always kind of done it on the side, but I've always kind of like swatted it away. Like, no, I don't want to do this. I've done this my whole life. Um, but I've finally accepted that right now baseball is, is my passion and my love. And I love mentoring, uh, younger kids, um, and teaching them everything that we might've learned from a former coach or, or new stuff that I've learned. Um, and not only helping them become a better baseball player, but I think, uh, a, a better person off the field too, because I think baseball has truly been a thing for me. And I think you can also understand this is I think without baseball, a lot of life skills and the person and the personality that I've that I've become is credited to baseball. Without, yeah, I mean, like I, yeah. I, I, I think you know, I've I've learned things from my parents and my grandparents for sure, but the life lessons that baseball has given me and the friendships it's given me is truly why I am Tucker is because of ball. So um, I'm back here in Houston doing that, and 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 whenever I told Gabe I was coming back to Houston this podcast came to fruition and we're like, all right, yeah, let's do it. This is, this'll be a blast. So here we are sitting, uh, sitting on my couch in the living room. Um, just giving y'all an intro on on what we're doing and why we're doing it. So, uh, I think pivoting into why I want to do the podcast is, uh, I've, I've breezed over it real quick, but, uh, I love getting to know people and I think there's just something different with when you hit record I don't know if you're feeling it right now, but whenever I hit record on this, on our, on our new setup, it's, you know, things kind of come to life and yeah. it's fun talking and I can't wait to get our first guest in front of us and start talking and getting to learn someone else, uh, and, and their life story and their experiences and their positive failures, uh, which is a word I, I love using positive failures because, you know, I think we can attest that we've failed a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think the best people 
whether again, athletes, non-athletes will tell you they've felt they have failed time and time again. Um, and they're not scared to fail. And, and I, I think that's something that I'm still learning is just like really going for something and not being afraid of, of the failures that are going to come with it because naturally you're going to, you're going to adapt and you're going to take those blows and you're going to be like, okay, like what can I do better? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to hear all these people that we sit down with, what failures they've encountered and, and how that's helped propel them to where they're at now. So I'm pumped for this, man. I really am. Um, we've got some great names listed uh, and, and, and scheduled, but I guess with that question, what are there any people like on a fairy tale list of people that you would um, love to sit down with? And, and again, athlete, non-athlete, if there's an athlete off the top of your head, shoot it. If there's a non-athlete off the top of your head, shoot it. Mm, I'd say in the baseball world, man, that's kind of hard. In the maybe in the past world, too. We can even we can even refine this question to maybe a guy that he maybe he's not alive. Um, maybe he used to play baseball. Maybe he's super old. Who knows? But uh, a person that you would think like a great. St- he just has a great story to him. I think. Just because I'm a fan, uh, I think obviously Trout for baseball, Kobe for basketball, Ibrahimovic for soccer. <laughs> I think he'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, I think those guys, Ovechkin for hockey. Um, but yeah, I, I would say I would say those people, and then outside of the sports realm. Um, I would do Grant Cardone just because he's electric, but I'd really like to sit down with, uh, gosh, what's his name? Oh, now I'm going blank on his name. Mark Cuban. Sorry, Mark Cuban. I think he's got a great personality mixed in with uh, a lot of intelligence, and I think that's why he is where he is, and I, I'd love to sit down with somebody that has both. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Those are those are all good. I think as you lift, listed off athletes – I think I, I, I'm not answering who, but I think the idea of eventually getting someone from each sport yeah. would be really, really fun to see what if they're like what the common theme is between all athletes. Obviously, yeah. training is a common thing, but obviously different types of training for their different sports. Uh, but I think the personalities that come with, with that, each sport, yeah, right? Sure. Like, the baseball ego, the basketball ego, the football ego, the hockey ego, which I think I'm fascinated by hockey, um, the CrossFit <laughs> yeah, perspective, no, right? Sure. I, I I can't wait. Our, our buddy Jorge, who's a decorated CrossFit athlete and still very World early champion. on, very, very early on in his career, too. Yeah. So getting getting to dip our, our feet into each sport uh, is, is a dream uh, for this podcast, I think, to, to learn each personality. And then I think going outside of the athlete realm, uh, sitting down with lawyers, uh, business owners, small or big, um, small and big, actually, I think I would love to hear from both sides, whether yeah, it's a big sure. corporation or just a family run business. Uh, and then I think as far as dream guests, like I said, fairy tale, fairy tale list would be Luke and Owen Wilson. <laughs> I think those two guys would be phenomenal people to talk to uh obviously both well-decorated actors 
Um, they are both Texas guys. Uh, Luke and Owen being from Fort Worth, Owen going to University of Texas, Luke going to TCU. Uh, but they're, they seem like great quality people. Yeah. They seem like humans. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm -hmm. you get to some people that are so big uh, that they kind of just don't seem human. They lose that like human human nature to him yeah owen and luke wilson just seemed like two guys on the side of the road just walking walking down the street for a I nice i saw owen wilson at disney world pretty cool that's what i'm saying like you just yeah. see this guy out in public and you're like oh he's just he blends mm -hmm. in right yeah uh but i think they're they're super interesting they're really good at what they do and uh and i think they would have just the amount of stories that they have would be incredible so um owen wilson Luke Wilson, Mitchapalooza, Mitchapalooza. <laughs> I think those two would be awesome. So that's my dream list. Um, and I guess kind of wrapping up our thoughts, I, closing statements. I, I don't know what are, what are you most excited for to 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 bring this podcast alive. Before we get into the closing statements, I think Tucker didn't do himself justice in high school. Tucker was the man. Let me let me just backtrack. Coach Munoz, who I would love to have on just because he's been a mentor of mine. Coach forever. Munoz's yeah. voice on a microphone. Yeah, it would be just he'd knock it out of the ballpark. <laughs> he's also coached some of the most talented people and yes. he's been at Lamar and Lamar is a lot of talent, a lot of crazy, a lot of everything. Dude, that's a great perspective yeah. I didn't even think of there or people or coaches, coaches or mentors or, yeah. mm -hmm. that have had a plethora of the best yeah without right because they've had a great seat to watch them grow up and uh so coach Minas and i used to hit when i was a freshman or before i go into my freshman year and this was freshman year at break at semester or no before that and he he comes over we're hitting and he tells me about this transfer they're getting from second baptist i was like cool like you know your team's already stacked you already have six division one players there's eight starting seniors and he's telling me about this freshman that's transferring and his name's tucker cascadden i was like yeah yeah yeah. The guy's probably you know cheese lo and behold tucker comes in he's the only freshman starting on the entire team hits i don't know something ridiculous like 350 back when this district was legit yeah, like yeah. daniel mingden like taller board man for, at baylor i mean at bel-air like this was legit i think what 350 what four pumps yeah four yams as a 14 year old there's an interview on uh i forget what channel <laughs> well like khou or some, some local and, news. and tucker comes out and he sounds like complete dork <laughs> he's like i can't even drive yet this is crazy He's like dude shut up um but he was a man, and then when I went to Lamar, you could tell he had that aura uh, where people gravitate towards him. And, uh, you know, Tucker didn't mention, but what was your nickname in high school? Captain. Captain Tuck. <laughs> Tucker was a captain for a reason. Uh, you know, besides him getting hit by a 65-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball in the calf and missing two games, like <laughs> he's a pretty good captain. Uh, but he's always had that gravitational you know, pulled to him with other people. So I just wanted to mention that because he didn't, I, oh, so, you know, he's famous. Look at YouTube. To all my Aggie fans out there, he crushed y'all. Hit a walk-off grand <laughs> slam at Minime Park off of Corbin Martin, who's a big leaguer now. Which is, <laughs> I had a bunch of buddies there. I wasn't there, sadly. 
Uh, but yeah, YouTube it. It, it was a. Uh, it was pretty cool. And so we'll drop. We'll drop a link. Yeah, we'll drop a link. That'll be. We'll put it on the Instagram. <laughs> we'll put it on the Instagram just so you can get to know get to know Tuck a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he did himself justice with his career. Um, you know, over a hundred <laughs> innings at shortstop. Like, actually, a really funny story. His senior night or senior day at Baylor, oh, yeah. Oklahoma State. I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know what was going on. Gabe was in the stands. <laughs> I was in the stands. I'm <laughs> so grateful I was in the stands. This guy in and out legitimately missed six balls. Like, just easy ground. Ru- Ruben, just, Ruben was hitting fungo. Oh, Ruben was hitting fungo. He will be on the podcast. Uh, I mean, he just was getting fungo. cuffed up. Just <laughs> eating up. Just boop, boop, boop. And you could just tell, like, mentally by the fourth air, like, he was just, he was toasted. But... <laughs> That's one of my favorite stories. I, think, to tell about I think I remember looking. I was like, I mean, immediately I was like, this is not my day. <laughs> and and at this point in the season, too, I was not starting anymore. <laughs> Big leaguer Nick Lofton had <sighs> taken over the shortstop role, uh, which I'm as a honored, freshman, which I am honored. Yeah, it's it's a good person to get. Yeah, job yeah. Team USA from. first yeah. rounder, big leaguer. Will be on, a big like, leaguer for a very long. Great time. kid. Yeah. Who will also, I think, has committed to the podcast. Oh, Nick. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding you up to that. We can tell that story. But I remember looking at Gabe in the stands after that, <laughs> that in and out. I was in the middle so of it, hard. to be honest. And I think he was sitting next to my brother. And I was just like, I think I smiled and like shook my head. I was laughing. I, it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, of course this is going to happen to him. But it, it, was know, it was beautiful. It right? was. It was. I think another quick funny story at Brenham. And this is when Brenham and Lamar were like, we would play each other oh, Friday, like the Friday night. Oh, Friday games, yeah. Under the lights, like the entire town of Brenham would come, and <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I'm playing second, he's playing short. There's a ground ball in the hole his junior, and he comes out, come turns around and just laser beams one, straight into the air. I'm talking about this ball. Our first baseman didn't need a tent. Not Is this only the one that went in the parking lot. Yeah, not only does it go above the first baseman, it goes above our dugout. And if you've been at Brenham, there's another little <laughs> level. Fucking goes all the way into the parking lot. We were making jokes saying the ball went all the way to Houston. I mean, it was just hilarious. Everybody was there. It was packed. And I just remember looking at him like, dude, what the fuck? And he's just like, damn, man. Like, it was. So we got a lot of funny stories about that. I mean, we could talk about high school. I mean, remember, you know, who are we playing? Got walked off Grand Slam. Oh yeah, yeah. They put Cinco Ranch put a bunch of fish in our bus um, on a playoff (laughs) game, which was like super not cool. But yeah, we got a lot of stories. So I kind of just you know obviously we were sidetracked there, but no, I think I think and and on top of these podcasts, I think naturally like a lot of stories, personal stories will come up, right? Like I think I think that's the fun thing about this too is uh, I think organically us talking, hanging out, depending on who our guest is as well i think funny stuff will come up whether we've had have have had experiences with them at some point and have shared stories and memories um as well as other people's stories where you know they they're they're sharing them with us so uh i think i think that's what i'm the most excited for is is coming away walking away from these interviews and having at least one thing stick with me um that I haven't heard anybody else talk yeah. about, right? And, and and they're 
you know, I think their positive self-talk or something they write down every day or tell themselves every single day. Uh, I think those are the things that I'm looking forward to walking away with. And, you know, I, like I said, we're hoping that someone listening to this takes something away. Shoot. I hope I take something away from this. Same. Yeah, you know, very true. I think that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing is, is, is getting to know the ins and outs of, of people who have such, uh, who are in a place of, of such profession, yeah. um, that I can apply it to myself every day. So, um, now I'm, I'm excited to, to all my athletes out there, you know, we're going to have guys on, we're going to have guys on that have really good, you know, to kind of get in depth. Really good twelve six curveballs. We have we're, we'll have guys that have really good spin efficiency. So if you're a pitcher, you want to tune into that. We have we'll have Alex Lopez on the podcast. Who the last three years of baseball, which is incredibly uncommon, he's had more walks than strikeouts. So we're gonna have people on the podcast that you're gonna want to listen to. To you know maybe you can implement a drill that they're doing or something like that. So I think the guests that are coming on are gonna be super insightful. I mean. I learned stuff from watching Alex Lopez hit now and I've coached the kids since I was 12, you know, our, our, my longtime mentor, Rudy Jaramillo, he's going to be on the podcast and I learned something from him every time I seen him, see him and I've known him for over 10 years. So to my athletes, I think this is going to be really good. Tune in. If there's something specific y'all want us to go over, we could also go over that. But as far as uh, the guest list, I'm incredibly excited uh, a lot of them are my close friends, and so I think it's going to flow naturally. We're going to have guys that are coming back from injury, just to kind of go back to that, you know, give you a little idea on who's going to be on the podcast. But overall, it's going to be very insightful for uh, for anybody. So we're very excited. Heck yeah. Well, nah, that's all I got, man. I don't know if you have any other other things to say, but uh, we're going to be – we'll be on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And we'll have an Instagram going – work on a TikTok just for little fun clips. But uh, other than that, man, I, I'm, I'm pumped to get this rolling and, and sit down with uh, our first guest next week. Yeah, stay tuned. Let's they'll, go. They'll come out flying. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Love y'all.